there we go there we go what do you reckon the music James I love it it's banging I knew he'd love it I knew he'd love it right Charlie I feel like a Premier League football team returning from a mid-season break alright I have just, just for the benefit of the listeners I have one less tooth than when I was last in this studio and I've got quite a sore mouth um, we've, we've been away in Tenerife as a family we're back in the studio today we are recording season 5 of the Foyne Jones show this is episode 18 in the studio today we've got an early bird we've got James Wood sales director of IMX Ceramic UK is that correct? That's correct Peter How are you mate? I'm very good thank you for having me You are the first person walking in the studio Charlie he's got West Ham United socks on I have indeed He's got West Ham United (laughs) socks on we might get you show 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 the viewers on YouTube later He's been down here a couple of hours he's come bearing gifts as well so it's been brilliant to see him Oh, everyone's going to want them now, though, Peter. Uh, what, the West Ham socks or the gift? <laughs> a bit of both. A bit, a bit of both. I don't know, mate. I don't, yeah, I mean, the West Ham socks are all the rage, mate. They're all the rage. <laughs> but let, let, let's, let's say something quite poignant, and it gives us a real back-to-business angle, which, which our whole podcast season's about. Yeah, absolutely. You said something to me, which I, I know you won't mind me sharing, no. because of what you've been through with COVID, mate, is that... Us shaking hands in the car park yep. is one of the... I think it's the first time you shook hands yeah, with, honest, with someone for a very, very long time. Honest truth, yeah. That's powerful, mate, isn't it? Yep. You've been on a journey through COVID, haven't you? Yeah, I see this truly as back to business. You know, this yeah. is, this is for me, you know, back to business. Let's get, you know, back to normality, see some growth and start, and fit, start feeling a bit more normal and upbeat. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the family, they were good? Very good, thank you. Yeah, right. uh, very busy. Very, very Anyone you want to say hello to? Because we, 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 well, Bart Murphy started this trend and it's getting more and more is popular. It really? Yeah, it's yeah. getting more and more popular. So in that camera there, any, any, yeah, any I'd like say, say hello to all the IMX team, my friends, my family, my wife, otherwise she'd tell me off, and my little daughter, Alila, who's uh, a very busy girl at the moment. So yeah, hello. And, um, and perhaps if we get some time, we'll talk about what your daughter's up That'd to, right? Because it's, it's pretty inspiring. It's something that we were just talking on pre-show and you were buzzing about what she's been up to. Mate. Yeah, it's right, unbelievable, yeah, mate. You should be so proud. Yeah, this is the first I'm me in front of a microphone, but seeing my daughter do it, you know, on a regular basis, uh, yeah, it scares the, the daylights yeah. out of me. <laughs> and, 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 we, and, and a lot of us will be able to get, get to see your daughter in, in, in mm. on the screen soon as yep. well. Yep. So, so amazing stuff, mate. Yep. Amazing. So we'll come on to that when we get to we get into like the personal side and that yeah. there. But let's talk about the, the here and now, mate. The day job. So, so what are you up to at the moment, mate? And just explain your role, who you're doing it for, yeah, and you know, what, what, what the world's like to you at the moment. Um, I'm the retail sales director. UK of IMEX. Um, we've recently uh, launched a uh, press release explaining that we have acquired uh, now Brassware and Reinforced Bath. So the brands Purecast and Pureflow, we've now acquired the manufacturing of that. So IMEX are a huge global manufacturer. We're in 70 countries around the world wow. and looking to provide a complete solution to our partners. Um, and I think, like I say, our, our main objective now is to really just get closer and connect to our customers and partners in the UK. So I'm I'm leading that uh, alongside um, the MD Ben Wickens and Lee Andrews, uh, uh, the national sales manager. He, he is a uh, he is a character. Um, I'm sure many people know him. And yeah, we're looking to build a team in the UK and push forward with it. Really. Uh, and, and you've always, I mean, I've known mm. you for, for, for many years, yeah. right? And, and we've and we'll come on to the football angle and everything. But but I'm a big big believer, and I share mm. this with everyone at any level that you know personality, your passions, mm. what what gets you excited is what people remember. It's how yep. you lead them it's how you make them feel yeah um you're like me you can walk into a ballroom and you will have some west ham banter mm. you will talk about what yeah. your kids are doing and you will get back to business as well mm. that kind of spirit and personality 
we nearly lost our way. Yeah, you know, definitely. the industry nearly lost its way, but mm. it's coming back to life at the moment. With um, with your business hat on, yeah. as you're building those relationships, as you're growing the business, mm. what, what's kind of the, the market, what does it feel like out there at the moment? Um, I, th- I still think it's tough, it's challenging. I think people are still on the back of uh, stock availability. Stock is getting better, shipping is starting to improve, so things are on the up. But ultimately, I'm seeing more customers want more value for money. You know, they want to see more features, more benefits, um, and they all want more. So we're seeing sort of trends change from uh, your more low to mid-ticket items to more of your mid to high. You know, people yeah. are investing in their properties. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're seeing. And that, that was definitely born during lockdown, yeah. wasn't it? Because we were yep. all spending far too much time in our properties. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the, the little things that maybe would give you a niggle and, mm. oh, we could travel, so you can't go on holiday. So yeah. what, what am I going to do? I mean, I, I remember in lockdown one, trying to get hold of a new barbecue was like, mm. well, that, well, that's not going to happen. Yep. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're, in a, you're in an amazing weight in this, but but home improvement products, bathroom mm. products, it's a, it's, a, it's a special room. It is, it's yeah. a room which is there. Um, that demand, how's that demand coming from your customers? Because you, you're, you're dealing with, I guess you're dealing with the nationals, yeah, dealing with the independents. You've, yeah. you've got a whole base of showrooms, we, haven't you? We do, ultimately, we deal with the independent merchant showroom. Yeah. Um, you know, our backgrounds, myself, the, the CEO, um, we, we all come from our own Shops. We've yeah. all had independent shops ourselves. So, yeah, I ultimately always think of what how, what do I want a manufacturer to do for me? How are they going to benefit my business? Yeah. So I put myself back in the seat I used to be in, you know, sort of 10, 20 years ago. So we, um, we look, we're wanting to listen to our customers, find out what the demands are, find out what the trends are. But like I say, you do see across the country, everywhere is very different. It's, uh, there's lots of different things going in different parts of the country, and it's understanding from the customer. I think mm. where we've had our challenges over the last few years, where we're building up in the UK, we've not had them connections to find out what is right for so, your so you, business. So just so we get this right for this, is mm. your route to market is for independent in, showrooms, yeah? Yes, absolutely, right, okay. yeah. yeah. cool, no worries. Yeah. So that's really powerful what mm. you said then, because if you have been on the other side of the desk, yes, yeah. you know, you're turning the tables, yeah. you said something there which actually takes me back to... Mm. To when I set my recruitment business up, mm. and and one of the things I was looking for in a recruitment partner when I was a sales, very young sales director for a yep. builders merchant was someone who could sit there and understand what I needed, perhaps yeah. in East London in a contract manager, yep. or someone in in North London looking mm. looking after my loft sales division or whatever it was. Yep. It was someone who could understand that, and I and I thought mm. it was missing to an extent, yeah, and that's where the Foyne Jones story began. Mm. You've got that now, in a way, if mm. you're surrounded by people who. Are have had their own showrooms, had yep. their own businesses. They understand the pressure points. Mm. You're, you're, I guess, walking through the door talking a language that the owner mm. understands, the decision maker understands, yep. the person whose money it is understands. Yeah. Yeah. That must be powerful. It, it's really it's really useful for me, um, yeah. especially as a manager now. But like I say, I used to spend my money and my time with those that used to come into my showroom that would take the time to understand my business and ask more about me and what, what works and show an interest in, in my surroundings. And I think there's been too many uh, instances over the, over the years where you know um, representatives will want to talk and say what they're doing, what they've got and everything about them. And I think you just need to take time to understand your customers and that's yeah. where I, I find I, I want to sort of train more with the team that I work with and because that, that benefit me. Yeah. And that's how I created my bonds. So, um, yeah, there needs to be more of that. There needs to be more understanding 
the people out there rather yeah. than talking to them about what you're doing all the time. So, but but that, and that warmth and that mm. personality and that that ability to listen, mm. you know, you, one someone's got to trust you enough to open mm. up. They've got to trust you enough, yeah. and you've got to build that rapport and relationship. Yeah. But if you have got that ability to listen and mm. you're and you're you're bringing a service in, that can only lead to great things. Mm. So here's a question for you, mate. Yeah. How do you how do you take like the DNA of James Wood because yeah. you've got this ability, you've got this passion, you've got these this learnt behaviour and these natural skills, charisma. Oh, dear. All right, I'm, going to start, yeah, I'm going to slide it down in a minute because you're not that nice. No. But, but, you know, <laughs> but, but, but how do you take that out and give it to others in your team and, and, and inspire them to go out there and make the magic happen? You've got to spend time with them. Yeah. You've got to go out with the customers, with, with the people that you're working with. Um, you've got to just lead by example. And, and that training does, doesn't come any better than being out on the, in the field with the customers and having just open conversations. It's not something I think you can train around a boardroom table. I think you need to be out there mm. at the forefront and really sort of you know hone that home do you still and enjoy that i love it i absolutely yeah. love it but uh, yeah the key the key strength i think for for anyone that's going to be successful out, out in the marketplace is adaptability you know you got to adapt your your conversations and pitch with the business owner very differently than what you do with designers you know designers want you know want to know about the product they want training and you know really last year when we had lockdown something occurred to us as a as a manufacturer that you know, we need to be able to enhance the customer service experience for our customer. And I'll never forget, I went to London, went to Harrods, I didn't buy anything in Harrods apart from Magic Trick. But Did you see my mate Mo? No, I didn't see Mo. No, oh, no, no, I didn't. Really got the foot, I mean, he still has the Fulham shirts no, on No, he was, he was busy downstairs with a sushi. OK, um, all right. So, he might have sold the club to Tony Carr, mate, but Fulham is still places. Yeah. <laughs> that man, honestly, when that man arrived at Fulham, we, we, I, I, can't, I can't help myself, mm. I'm going to have to share this story. We, we just <laughs> got promoted, by, promoted 1997, Mickey Adams got us up at the old yep. f- fourth division, old third division, but in our world, fourth division. We just got up. Um, shoestring team, do you know what I mean? Like, but we got up first time. Is in that my when you life. shared our stadium? Uh, what mate? Do you share our stadium then? No, we never, we've never <laughs> shared. We've never shared your stadium, mate. We, we, do you know what? Actually, we, we did play a couple of games there. Yeah. Um, we played a couple of Coca Cola Cup Coca Cola yeah, Cup games there, like mate. Yeah. I remember going. Now that that was when the ground was falling down, and, and we we were out of it for a few times. I remember we played a couple of Coca Cola Cup games there, mate. Mm. How do you remember that? That was about nineteen. That was about nineteen ninety three. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm older than fifteen. No. We did actually play games at West Ham. <laughs> For a little while, <laughs> the Chelsea wouldn't let us in. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I remember that, mate. Yeah. We played a couple of Cody. There was a goal that Corey Brown scored, mate, in that in, in that era. And I hope my mate, the cabbie, Mark O'Leary, is listening to this. He's a right stato, and, and, he, and he's like, "How do you remember this? How do you remember yeah. that? Oh, if you're listening, this geezer's going to take us on in the football stats." <laughs> yeah. But let's go back. 1997. Mm. Our fight. Uh, G- Adams under Jimmy. Jimmy Hill's the chairman. Mickey mm. Adams gets us up. Jimmy Hill announces, "I've just sold the club to the fella that owns Harrods." Yeah. Who is the fellow that owns it? Oh, it's him. Yeah. And he comes down, and there's a big big hurrah, and he said, we're going to get the Premier League in five years. Well, he got us to the Premier League in four years. He yeah. got us to Europe. He, he put a Michael Jackson statue up. Yeah. He could put whatever he wanted up as a statue. <laughs> if you imagine growing up like I did, mate, and mm. we talk about your hometown scene, but growing, mm. up, growing up like I did in Fulham, when you've got Chelsea in the first division, QPR in the first division, and we're playing Mansfield Town and Crew, yeah. you know, in a falling down Craven Cottage, the Premier League's a long way away. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the second division's a long way away we made that happen and when everyone when anyone mentions Harrods not that I'm a regular shopper there <laughs> other, other, other luxury shops you, you bought shop, in a bag a minute uh, other, other luxury shops are available James when anyone <laughs> yeah. mentions Harrods I just have this lovely feeling of Mohammed mm. Al-Fayed waving his scarf around when mm. we were on the European tour mate yep. that was uh, that was it and yeah. 
we'll come off football by saying we're talking about the West Ham United mm. European yeah, tour in the second half of the show, mate. Mm. So you went to Harrods and apparently yeah. you didn't buy nothing. No, I bought one magic trick, but what? A magic trick? Yeah, I did. I love a bit of magic. We love a bit of magic. Um, but basically, something occurred to me when I was in there, and I, you know, when I was speaking to my wife about you know why you know why, why are we here, and it's the experience. It yeah. was the magic. It was the engagement. And this magician was uh, showing me the trick, and I was you know showing me it, and it was a ten pound brass cap. I'm thinking, oh my god, I'll never buy a ten pound brass cap in a shop. But he showed me. He showed what he did. It, 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 and I sort of the, the penny dropped, and I thought, we have got to enhance the customer experience yeah, yeah, yeah. in the showrooms. How do we do that? How do we help our customers enhance their experience? And we basically, uh, we manufacture sanctuary furniture. And what we do before we go into production, everything is 3D printed and tested. And we look at it on the virtual um, screens to see how the product's going to look in the environment. Yeah, yeah. So we thought, hang on, we've got this technology. We do this before production. How can we enhance and grow this post-production to benefit our customers and enhance their experience with their customers. So last year, lockdown, we're sitting around our tables and we're developing this software and we're bringing it and bringing it. And we launched it at KBB. So it's our, it's our virtual showroom experience. And what it is, it's a you know, virtual showroom. It's showcasing all our products in all individual bays with the ability to see the full complexity of, of the ranges too. So our customers now, if they've got a small showroom, and yeah, there's independence there with not you know, ample amounts of space, they can have like a touchscreen TV and, and explore the, their showroom. And then what we did, we developed it further with augmented reality. And then we thought, if someone goes, if touch where we're going to lock down again. But now we've got a way where our customers, the showrooms, can send a QR code for their customers to see the product in their own environment, in their own bathroom, before they invest and commit into the product. And now with displays and the showrooms back open, we're able to give QR codes and supporting tools with the displays. And how cool is it now where when you can sell your product, here's, here's the bathroom, here's what it looks like, scan this QR code, take it home. You're enhancing and engaging that experience with their customer. So it's a completely free tool, and it's our way of giving back to our partners that invest into us and display and support our products. So it's just when enhancing and engaging with the customer. And I've, no one's done it in the, in, in the bathroom industry on sanctuary and furniture and anything at all. So it's just a, it's that. That's our priority, in increasing how well, our customers can the, engage. What's been the reaction when you've... Because the kind of things you mm. said there, I think, I think are absolutely spot on for mm. the listeners because you're saying that space is a premium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so everyone's fighting for a display. They're yeah. fighting for their bath in the window. They're yeah. fighting for, you know, they're, they're fighting to, to, to get noticed. And, yeah. and I remember I was driving down, um, I was driving down Low Richmond Road. Mm. And you know, and I went past uh, Callum's is there, and everyone's there, yeah. and I, I, went, I went, "Wow, that's a lovely!" It, yeah. it, it just, it's, it's bang, it's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I didn't go yeah. in it; no. I just noticed it. But, but then you're seeing some other showrooms, and I'm, uh, I feel a little bit like we're still in the 1970s mm. here. Mm. You know, and, I, and I've said this quite publicly: yeah. we're, we're still in the 1970s with a sow banner on it. Yeah. And yeah. what what you're talking about there is actually going that little step further. Mm. Um, I've seen how powerful the virtual yeah. virtual technology yeah, don't, is. Don't get me wrong. Just on you know on virtual you know what what Nathan does obviously with um, virtual worlds is 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 a complete design solution for his customers. It's not anything to do with what we're talking about here. So I still you know recommend and, and that. That's oh a, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, but, I, 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 I you know we Nathan's been on. Mm, I've yeah. Scott Curry, my business partner with Virtual Three Sixty yeah. Tours, talking about just just opening I, things up and letting people. Yeah, walk I around. think this is more. I think it brings this, me back this to feels my like business. it's an immersive experience. It is immersive experience, and it brings me back to my. Shop and my show, and when you know I'm busy, I've not got time to design, and you know some businesses there are. But you know, if I was to have a, a tool, a free tool like this, 
I'd be able to see it as a complete elevation of my business at that yeah. time until I get can get to the point of bringing in designers and taking more design time. So it is just a way of being more immersive and more engaging. Um, you know, and I'll just think, I was, look, I was in a showroom the other day and the designer was showing their customer the product and they're just not really sure as how it's going to look in our room. Mm. Don't know how it's going to look with that. And now, you know, when you see them and say, we'll just scan that and take it home and see what it's going to look like. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, let me show you. And I'll sit, stand back, and I think, wow, this is fantastic. This is yeah. brilliant. And, you know, if, I'm, I'm sure we're never going to another lockdown again. But touch wood, obviously we don't. But being able to remotely work with your customers, like we all but did mate, on teams. I used to be a sales rep sending mm. out of a catalogue. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But or how or, much, or, yeah. or samples in my boots. Yeah, it's like an immersive catalogue, yeah. you know, where it's the, the days of flicking through pages of brochure which we've got. You think, OK, well, do you want to flick through pages of brochure or do you want to actually virtually look around the show and see the products, you know, then put it in your room? I was a really, so, de- I was a really good young mm-hmm. builder's merchant rep. Right? Mm-hmm. I used to love it. I used to love the customers getting out about calling on sites, yeah. but I, 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 terror would come over me if someone mentioned like kitchen, bathroom, yeah. window. I'm like, oh no, yeah. no, no! I've got to get the book out now. I've got yeah. to show them what we might have, and then yeah. and and and, you, and 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 all of that. And you always get over it because because yeah. you know, I was clever enough to realise that there were good people that I could bring out to site mm. with me, or I could bring mm. them up and get help. And yeah. you know, a joint call with a couple of, with a, with a, with a, with a with a special breakfast number two with yeah. the with the fella from the showroom and the, and the punter, bang, yeah. the magic happens. Yeah. But but now, if I look at the world now, mm. and you look at the power of social, mm. you look at the power of virtual. Yeah. It's fantastic to see some, a business like you and a sales director saying like, we are going to offer a different experience. We mm. want to be seen as different. We yep. want to be doing something which gets us remembered. Mm. I did. I did a video. I've got um, a studio in the back of our garden, and I did a green screen. Of course, video. you have. <laughs> <laughs> only recently. Only recently. Yeah. But um, I did a green screen video uh, just with me in the virtual showroom, showing how it works and giving an explanation yeah. on it. And um, I actually think the blooper reel will might get more more views than, than that. Oh, it does. <laughs> it's uh, it quite funny to do. But you know, I you know I might have the videos in the industry. I said to you before we came on. You know, being able to watch videos in lockdown last year was a massive thing for me to stay connected to the industry that I love mm. you know and being connected to it and video videos are the most engaging thing out there and it's something I want to do a lot more of yeah. um, and more importantly I want to do it with our customers I want to be able to interview our customers do, and, do, do you know what that, that's, that's really mm. I mean some, one of the biggest compliments I've had mm. recently is that a couple of the guests who've been on this season this season yeah. uh, big, like, big big brands big guests I mean, you, you, you've listed the episodes but, but they've, they've got in touch with Charlie and I and they've mm. said look you know, we want to come back next time mm. but we want to bring our customer yeah, we yeah, want to bring a stockist we yeah. want to bring one of our team it's a partnership and I'm it's, like yeah. when, wow yeah. do you know what you know, because I think what, what happens is the movement becomes more and more. Mm. And, and and if you're consistent, mm. away you go. And I'm going to tell you, tell you something this morning, and it just shows you how it's around us all the time. So mm. I was getting ready today, I was talking to my wife, and GMTV was on. Mm. And I wasn't really watching it, it was just kind of on. Yeah. And they had Britain's biggest TikToker on. Yeah. Young girl, Holly H. I've never heard of her before this morning, to be fair. I'm not really down with TikTok that no, much. I mean, no, no, no. But she's like, <laughs> she's earning 60 grand a video. Yeah. She's up there with Ant and Deck and the pop stars, and she's doing it. And she's really hot. I mean, I thought, who's this? going to be, you yeah. know what I mean? And she was really down to work, really nice, like, you know, and I thought, wow, you know, and she said she started doing videos, mm. and she started doing it because she was quite, she was anxious, she was mm. quite an introvert child, or introvert, introvert teenager, yeah, yeah. didn't want to go out and dance mm. out and whatever, so it begun in her bedroom, yeah. and she's going to be making, she's making millions, yeah, nice. and she's like in her 20s, and you're going... 
Wow. So so if you take a small part of that mm. and you look at some of the businesses and brands that are really embracing Twitter with a banter yeah. or they're embracing their content or they're being humble, mm. what I think it does is it it gives every business and the people within it the chance to show their personality yeah. and tell their story. Mm. Joe's amazing. It costs absolutely nothing no. other than time. No, it's and that's the time and, and that's what we're aware of it's yeah. having the people in place, the infrastructure, and the time to be able to. You need engage. a Charlie Hula. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. You, you yeah. need a Charlie. We'll start on Monday. He's smiling away. Here we go. He's, honestly, this, yeah. this like, like the, you know, you talk about the youth. So the boy writes music. He mm. performs in a band. He's going on tour. He edits podcasts. He, he runs the AV and the media stuff here. And you're going. How old are you? Forty eight. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like twenty three. What? What? How old are you? Twenty four. You're 25 now. Oh, he's 25. All right. So, so mid 20s. Oh, and he'll throw in a little bit. Oh, yeah. When I was in university, I went to Miami or LA. LA. I did. I did. I did an internship in LA with a rap star. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but, but, but that's you. I, I don't know how all of this works that well. No. So you surround yourself around with good people. Yeah. You. It does feel that you've got a great team in your business. You, you team, love it. Don't team you? is key. Um, you got to surround yourself. You said to me well, mm, a few weeks ago yeah. that it's like a family. Yeah, it is. Yes. Did and you mean that? I did. Yeah, I seriously did. And the thing is, now I think when you know, it, you know, we we say you know the factory. When we talk about the factory, if you ever hear me say IMX over IMX, we we've got American partners. They all say IMX, yeah. and uh, it's like the IKEA and IKEA. You know, we say IKEA because we're, we're English and say IKEA. They're pronunciation in IKEA. So, but Nike, Nike, that's what I'm Yeah, exactly it. the same mm. thing. But, you know, what, what we've, um, you know, Imex as a global manufacturer, we're now connected to America, South Africa, all around the world. And we've gone from, you know, having our products distributed by the previous distributor to now being in the UK as us, as Imex. And now we are not just a family in our UK head office, but we're connected to people around the world. And I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. But you have got to surround yourself with people that you, you trust, and I've got people that you know work with me that um, I've been to nursery school with. You know, since, you? Yeah, yeah, one, one, one guy. Still get on. Yeah, shout out to Ben Baker. <laughs> Hello, um, Ben Baker. Yeah. Was it, did he behave at nursery school? <laughs> yeah. No, I stole his milk. Apparently. Oh, mate. Yeah. Um, oh, but he's you, never forgiven you for that. You got you know? lay, but you got laid down the foundation he's got a child. early. He's never forgiven you for that. You got laid down the you foundation early. You put him off the down early, early yeah, mate. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get down this. Yeah. Exactly right. So, but no, you know, I've got some great people to work with, but it is a team thing, and and now you know we the uh, influx of you know, 30, 40 new employees in a wow. period of 30 days, we're going to have a serious team in the UK moving forward. So, yeah, it is, um, yeah, you've got to keep it fun. Yeah. You've got to keep it fun. And Lee Andrews' job description is basically keep fun. it fun. Head of fun. Yeah, head of fun. Yeah. So I mean, he'd fit yeah. right in with a Foy and Jones team, yeah, mate. Yeah, you love him, mate. If that's the run, I mean... Yeah. But, but do you know what? This is something, again, which which we talk about a lot. The, the world can be boring. Mm. There's a relentless hamster wheel of, you know, we do this, yeah. we do that, we do that, yeah. we, we, we exist, we exist. Actually, taking a step back and just, just making things fun mm. and, and smiling yeah. and enjoying yeah. it, yeah, um, definitely. it, it makes such a difference. No, it does and, we, and we've learned a lot from lockdown last year. You know, I think I spoke to you before. We've we've launched a, a profit share scheme for our employees. You know, the pickers, the packers, the drivers, the warehouse guys, the teams on the road. And um, you know, we are moving forward in the UK as a team collectively. So if, you know, if we do well out of it, which mm. we all hope we will, and we're confident we'll. Everyone does. So lots of big changes. So 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 we 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 kind of got back to business, mm. and you are at it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's the that that's what came through today. I mean when mm. I when I when I picked the phone up, but it's like about half past eight, and you yeah. said I'm here. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> mate! You know, I'm in the and I was in the office, and Holly goes, she goes, "What's up? Change is there already?" She's yeah. a bit keen, and he? I went, "Well, yeah, he's really keen, to be honest." <laughs> Double busy, Peter. Yeah. Fair play, to you. <laughs> but but where do you see? Mm. 
the next six to 12, 18 months for you in the business? What, what's your expectation? It, it mate? It's all about, Lay it out for yeah, us. Yeah, it's all about growth and it's all about building relationships, strengthening relationships, um, and getting the team in front of the customers. It's, you know, it's feet on the ground and, and that is something that we're massively doing. So that, that is where we're going as business. And then we're going to grow to be a complete bathroom solution. You know, the, Fair the, play. Our, our factory is a, a huge factory and the only things that we buy in at the factory are, are the minerals that we crush to make the product. So, you know, I, I like to be transparent and do training and showing how it's made. But yeah, it's basically relationships. People understand who we are as a manufacturer, us understanding our customers and what their demands are. And what we ultimately want to do is work with designers in the UK to bring the products of the future to the market because we're manufacturing product. You know, we want to get ideas from, from the designers and partners out there. So, yeah, strengthening the partnerships. Fair growth. play, mate. James, it's been, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we've 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 learnt so many new things. We've learnt you've got magic skills. We've learnt <laughs> yeah. you're a secret magician. So that, that's something that I did not see coming at all. We've learnt you wear West Ham United socks seven days yeah, a week, no, mate. I, Do you I, get that? There you go. He's he's forever blowing bubbles. He's got West. Ham. He's actually got West Ham United socks on. We had we had Brad the Phoenix Cousins on the boxer. He put yeah. the Leeds shirt on straight away when he came in, mate. Do you know what I mean? Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah. That's some news. We'll share it. Let's share it now. We are. We have. We have. A, we have have a football that we sponsor at Lewis, different class, Michael Class, who's a lifelong family friend and, you know, we're playing for a local local community club and hopefully going to make the playoffs. So, amazing football club, an amazing player. Brad uh, came down. He's got an amazing story and it's been, it's, the podcast is, is out there. So, but Brad was the, one of the youngest ever managers of a Wren flagship showroom. Um, fell out of love with that during, during uh, lockdown and become a professional boxer. Right, okay. um, he had fought before. It wasn't something that he yeah. hadn't done. He'd, be, he'd had amateur fights, but yep. he got himself back in shape. He's got a 2-0 record. He's, he's had two pro fights and he's won two. Oh, and I can say on air that Foyne Jones are now sponsoring Brad. So we're going to be on the we're going to be on Brad we're going to be on the fight kit. We're going to be there on fight night. I think he's got a he's got a fight coming up in June or July. So we're looking forward to seeing that, and we're, we're sponsoring Brad. So that sounds like a good night out, Peter. Oh mate, yeah, you know what I mean. We get ringside. Do you know what I mean? No. It's, uh, it's at the Doncaster Dome, mate. So it's not quite it's not quite Wembley Arena yet. But he's on the he's on <laughs> the what, way up, mate. He's yeah. been training with the Furies That's as great. well. So he's a he's a good good lad, and we're we're really glad to be sponsoring him. So. We're sponsoring a boxer. We've got a magician in the studio. When we come back for the second half of the show, Charlie, we're going to talk about James away from work. We're going to talk about your family a little bit more. We're going to be talking about your love of football, which involves a hometown club Mm. and then your real team. Yes. (laughs) And we'll throw some full and banter in that as well. Um, And then what I'd love to do, James, if if you'd be so kind, Mm. is I'd like to take you back in your journey Mm. to when you were a 16, 17-year-old starting your career and see if we can give some advice and inspiration to our stars in the future. Yeah, that's great. Enjoy yourself? Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. This is the Foyne Jones experience. (laughs) There you go. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. Hello. 
Okay, so back in the studio, James Wood. That was a great half of the podcast, to be fair. It's amazing with these episodes that, you know, people are getting a feel for what we're about now. We're on season five. And then every time someone comes into the studio, they bring something, they bring something special, they bring something different. So we're gonna we're gonna focus now away from the day job and we're gonna talk talk about you as a person. And I know this is something you're really proud of, mm. and I know it's something you're gonna want to share. We're gonna talk about your very talented daughter, Alila yes. Jean. Yes, that's correct. What a name, Alila Jean. Should we yep. tell about where this name comes? Came from right. Well, we liked the name Lila, Lola, Layla, and um, me and my wife were. Oh, I love this. Yeah, uh, playing a bit of a game of Scrabble. We threw some letters in the box, mixed them around a bit, and we came up with Alila. And we thought, "Oh, that sounds good." And then we made it a double barrel name, Alila Jean. So I've never met another Alila Jean, Jean before, <laughs> and um, I don't think I ever will. So yeah, that's and how I'll we tell you up. what. It's certainly a name that lends itself to to, to the vocation. Mm. You know, if you when you can you can share that story. But yeah. but you you would not be surprised to see Alila Jean up in lights in some way, would you? No, and uh, no. tell us what she's been up to, mate. It's quite it's quite, quite inspiring. Yeah, my, my daughter's home. Our daughter's homeschooled. Um, she has been now for the last sort of um, five years, and it was important to. You know, get her sort of active and join some sort of uh, club and um, she basically found a love of acting and uh, she landed a, a role with a, a agent uh, who's in London and she basically won a won a role in a feature film that now that's now on the Sky Store called Repeat with wow. Charlotte Ritchie and uh, Nina Wadia, Tom England, Joshua Ford. And Is it a good film? It's, yeah, it's a sci-fi thriller. It's a fantastic film but we, we filmed it in lockdown, lockdown one. So it was very challenging and, you know, all the COVID um, precautions and rules and regulations. Yeah. And there's a particular scene that I won't give away, but you can see the challenges that COVID obviously brought to the table. But it's fantastic. We was at the cinema we were in Birmingham, seen on the big IMAX screen and um, immensely proud of her. And now she's, she's got a few other films that she's doing in the next few weeks. Uh, and I love it. it's a great industry. It's magic. You know, movie making is magic, yeah. and um, seeing things behind the scenes is really inspiring. You are you are a behind the scenes. You, yeah. I mean, this is this is different for you, isn't it? Mm. You're behind the microphone. Oh, boy, yeah. You're behind the camera. You're you're, you're yeah. more comfortable there. Definitely, right? definitely. Yeah. Well, and, mate, you're a natural. Uh, you're a natural on the microphone. There's so a so microphone here. I didn't yeah. see that. <laughs> Did you remember what Charlie said, mate? Yeah, uh, size free, free football. football. Yeah, got size it. free football. Yeah, I got it. Um, but no, in lockdown, we you know we basically wanted to do something as a family. We created a little short film. Um, you know. Recorded it out out in the in the banks. I live in North Kent, and there's a bank there called Darling Banks, and filmed a little thriller sort of horror short film. And um, it's just great, you know. It's fun, and I generally enjoy it. And um, yeah, she's she's doing she's doing very very well. Uh, she starts a Guildford School of Acting soon. And um, fantastic. Yeah, How old is she? She's thirteen. So okay. um, her birthday is oh mummy, her birthday I think is in a couple weeks next week. Well, it's <laughs> no, it's right, under control. I, 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 Daddy's not forgotten. Yeah, he's under, got it. Yeah, yeah it's we, we know the drill. We <laughs> <laughs> no, the drill, mate. Yeah. He's, uh, so. he's got something planned. So, so I'm going to go home and I'm going to download repeat. Mm. I'm going to go on Sky yeah. Store. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, available also on Amazon Prime. Oh well, I've got I don't both. get commission or anything. I've got both, mate. I've got both, so we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and and she does voiceover work as well. She yeah? does. Yeah, I actually um, I've got a little voiceover studio at home. I, I built it in a wall. I turned my. I had one wardrobe. How big your garden? It, it's no. This this this. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm in a small house, and um, I I have very very few areas that I can call my own. Uh, with <laughs> and uh, yeah, hence no more kids. So I basically turned my wardrobe into a recording studio and soundproofed it all out in lockdown one. And um, she had a few. 
voiceover tapes for animations and um, all sorts of things, really cool things. And um, we basically uh, got her in there recording videos. And yeah, I, she she says I like to call her my little investment, and that that's not. Yeah, I, I, I don't see any of that. But you know, uh, we, we, we invested a little sound recording wardrobe. And Alina Jean, the Jones family are going to watch your film, and mm. I'm going to report back to the yes. old man. All yeah, right? that'd be great. That'd yeah, be we'll great. definitely do that. So, so listen, look, family man, mm. and it just it's like, it, I've, I've, you know, my boys are grown up, so mm. they're they're 24, or 23, nearly 24, and 19. Yeah. You know, that, 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 nearly 20, and you know. I've been on that parenting journey, and, and the relationships are different now, but mm. we were lucky that last week we all went to Tenerife together. Yeah, right? so, yeah good time. Yeah, it was brilliant, mate. We was yeah. in the North of the Island, Port of Dela Cruz, so, so yeah. we were in the grown-up part, not, not Las Americas, <laughs> but the, uh, the boys were jumping in sherberts, and they were going out to Las Americas. <laughs> uh, and they're like, oh, it's a bit further than we thought. I said, it was about an hour away, mate. Yeah. It's, not like, it's, it's not sort of just jumping in and going into town. But, yeah. but we had a really, really nice time. The mm. weather was kind to us, and it was lovely. And do you talk about COVID? Mm. That's the first time I've been in an airport mm. and in the departure lounge yeah. since my eldest son lived in Barcelona, which was December 2019. Wow. So I've not been, you know, mm. so so it was, you know, all, all the things that used to frustrate me, I didn't care, I loved it. Yeah, I don't mm. mind the queue, I'm not speedy boarding, I'm just going to wait patiently, I don't yeah. mind. It was just, it was amazing. And um, yeah, you know, we had a really, really good time. We awesome. had a really, really good time. I, I, I struggle to get my wife, uh, wife Kirsty, shout out Kirsty. Hello, um, Kirsty. Yeah, I struggle to get on a plane. So we, we, we love a cruise, Peter. Yeah. Love a cruise. Do yeah, yeah, the fucking River Cruise. We, no, it's, we, we like the Royal Caribbean or P&O, but the full, before we did it, we thought, oh, no, we, we don't want to really do You're about 50 years too young. Yeah, mate, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, Royal Caribbean, it's like party on the sea. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I guess I guess if you're going to do one, the Caribbean's yeah. probably, yeah. You, you just got to watch your waistline. Yeah, I, I went, we went on our honeymoon on a cruise, and... Um, uh, I was fortunate to do quite well on roulette. I don't, you know, gambling's wrong, kids. Um, but we, we did really well out of it. And um, we ended up winning enough money to actually stay on for another cruise. <laughs> and I was on with my, I was on the cruise ship, my late father-in-law and my mother-in-law, and um, they got off. When, so we did oh, a, this sounds like a TV show. Yeah, we did a two-week yeah. cruise, and when we got back to Southampton, they got off. We well, stayed, holiday with the woods. Yeah, we stayed on, <laughs> and then we went for another, we went for another cruise. But, you know, it's, it's food everywhere, Peter. Food everywhere. <laughs> and um, I, I couldn't do my trousers up. I literally... Which <laughs> well, you just not wearing them again. Just, 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 just wear any no, pants. No, I just thought, yeah, there's no point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, cruises are great, but you've got to take elasticated trousers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you know what? The magician, the cruise, elasticated <laughs> trousers, the West Ham socks. My work is done. I don't need to be here no more. I really don't need to be here. But I do need to be here because we're talking about children, we're talking mm. about family, we're talking about our loves. Mm. Let's talk about something that, yeah. that I love. Let's talk yeah. about that round on object there let's yes. talk about the football so mm. everyone knows I'm a Fulham fan I'm in a pretty good mood at the moment yeah, all yeah. Right? Don't know we are night. comfortably at the top of the table in the championship yeah. we have the highest goal scorer in Europe with Alexander Mitrovic who is pretty much on fire as everyone knows um, we are mathematically six points away from a return to the Premier League mm. and Unless we do a Fulham, because we could do this, completely trip ourselves up, we should really get very close to winning the title before the end of the season. Yeah. So so it's an emotional return to the Premier League looming for Fulham, but I'm never that confident with Fulham. I always <laughs> think it could go. Hope is the one thing, you know, it's the one thing that comes back. Yeah. We're going to talk about your football, because you've got a hometown club in mm. Kent, which, yeah. you, which, you, which are very close to you, but you've got a love to the Claret and Blue, the boys love from West the bowling Ham. ground, West yeah. Ham United. So I absolutely love West Ham. Let's talk, let's talk about your football journey, mate. 
Where's it, where's it all well, come from for you? Well, no one in my family um, support West Ham. And I just remember when I was a kid, they used to have these football cards. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, football cards. And, I was, and basically, they weren't, they're just flicking through. And I, I literally saw a player with a kit on. And I thought, oh, that's a cool kit. And it was the old um, claret with the big blue tick. The, the Admiral the, one. The, yeah, the Martin the Ad- Allen the days. The Admiral one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I just love the kit. He's your mate, isn't he, Martin? Yeah, Martin. Yeah, you mean, we, pals. we are pals, yeah. yeah. We had our street the other week. Um, and I, I got into football then, and then I was in the Bobby Moore upper, and that's where I used to watch our games, and I just love it. I, I just absolutely love it. It's just this real nice family warmth of West Ham. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's... When we when we moved stadium, it, I was one of those that I thought, oh, no, because I liked going to the bowling. I'd go to the pub before the game. You know, it was just a nice... Atmosphere. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen Fulham lose at the bowling mm. more times than not, but I've seen us win there once as well. And yeah. and, and, do, and do you know what? It is, we won there the first season we come up when mm. like Sylvain Leguinsky and Saha and Howes and that were playing, and uh, we won. Mm. We actually we actually won there. Um, I remember watching Berbatov's first game at Fulham and like, they just beat him up. Like, How did like, that still happen? Ju- uh, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. But it was an amazing period. I mean, he, as I said this before, he didn't sign for Fulham. He signed for Martin Yole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was right. Martin Yole said, will yeah. you come and play for me? Yeah. And he just came. But but I remember like James Collins and, and I think it was Anton Ferdinand just beat mm. him up. Mm. Like, you know, and, and he didn't get in the game. But the one thing I always remember, and we used to get the train to Plasto, right? Yeah. We used to go in the Victoria Tavern in Plasto near, yeah, the, near yeah. the station. And you could do that as a Fulham mm. fan because I ain't got a Chelsea show. On. I'm not yep. a Millwall fan, so they they kind of quite like you. So yeah. we was in there with the locals, and it was it was pretty it was pretty industrial there. But I really liked it, and that just become where I would go. So I'd get off at Plasto, I'd go to Victoria Tavern, go to the game, and it was just a real old school football experience. Do you prefer a home game or away game? Away games all yeah, day long. Definitely. That's, that's yeah. I don't even enjoy the football that much. I yeah. just like I like the day. I just love an away game. You go, you go to the service station, and you see one of your, one of yours, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 on we're yeah. on tour. I love an away game. So. Uh, I've, I've, I've been on trains and missed the stops. I mean, yeah. the stories I've got over the years following yeah. Fulham are, are, is absolutely, they're absolutely surreal. I mean, my, my highlight of a journey is when we were in, we were in Costel Sol and Fulham were playing in Europe and mm. it was volcanic dust, right? Mm. So we had to, so I drove to Madrid, yeah. um, got a flight, an Air Berlin flight from Madrid to Mallorca. We nearly got grounded in Mallorca, but then we got the transfer from Mallorca to um, Hamburg, nice. and, and, we, and we basically made the semi-final when Fulham beat Hamburg, and yeah, it was there, and, and yeah, that final, mate, that final, we were like <laughs> 90 seconds away from a penalty shootout, Forlan, Aguero, they just, you know, they were just a little bit too good for us. Yeah. I, I was taken to West Ham not long ago by Ben, who I worked with, and we was on the train going there, <clears throat> I thought, God, Ben, it's a bit quiet around here. Really, really quiet here, mate. And um, it was Billy. It was Billy Bonds, the, the stand opening. Billy Bonds. Yeah. He was there to open it up and do it all properly. And um, yeah, we got there. Still quiet. Mate, it's really quiet. You, you sure? Yeah, we, we we got there. It was like five hours. The evening kickoff. We got five hours. Five hours there too early. And um, then you I was, got you got a bit of this. Yeah, yeah, We like to be. You know, I keep saying to the team, yeah. you got to get up. I mean, and get you must early. have had a good drink. <laughs> you must have had a good drink before kickoff. Yeah, well, that, Do you remember that, the game? That was, that was the thing. I, I remember yeah. sitting. I remember sitting by the stadium wall opposite um, a Paul Polk uh, stand with lots of beer, and I, I can't really remember much of the of the day of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so great, great, it was a great, great experience. Day, yeah. We loved it. Great we had day. fun. So good. So so with the so we West Ham, mate. So on the West Ham journey, who's Who's the standout player for you? Uh, Declan Rice all day long. Now, so yeah. you're going Declan. I mean, he Declan. does look like a Rolls Royce. If, if, if you're talking back in the day, um, 
I used to love Joey Cole. Yeah, you know, no, I used to love Julian Dix. Oh. Uh, and I think yeah, when you see when you see Dixie going for a tackle, you know you're in trouble. Terminator. And, and yeah, and the penalties that yeah. he used to crack home. He used to give him a whack, didn't he? Yeah, I, I love I loved it. I, that whole that whole um, era. I, I he loved used to it. get the chicken run up, didn't he? Mm. When he used to bomb yeah. down there. It was great. So that he he was he was one that really got. So me Julian Dix mm. boyhood hero. Yeah. And yeah, and, and here and now or the modern game, Declan yeah, Rice. Declan Rice all day long, leader of men, you know, mm. leader of our of our country in the future. Um, I, I, I would actually, and I think Charlie would agree. Mm. I I. I, I I think he's a definite England yeah. captain. Just when he's got a ball, you just feel at ease. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there is, there's, there's there's people that 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 that, that you know, and, he, and I always judge players like that in the mm. big games. The big players get better, don't they? And he yeah. he stands up. Yeah, he stands up and be counted. And and I have to say, um, only on the telly box. I wasn't you know I wasn't there at all. But mm. I watched the last European match, mate, mm. and uh, I, I got emotional. Yeah, and and and, and 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 I agree with you. I thought it was awful that you left the bowling. But mm. if you can have nights like that, yeah, that's why my, my wife Kirsty. She you know I love her bits. Hello, Kirsty. Um, she got me the Legends tour because um, I still needed to convince him the stadium. I just saw I didn't feel at, at home myself as a fan. And I was toured around the stadium by Martin Allen, who's absolutely. Just hysterical. Great, yeah, my best yeah, mate Martin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apart from your mate in nursery, don't forget him. Yeah, Ben's yeah. right, yeah, he's okay. But um, you wouldn't nick Julian Dix's milk, would you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, absolutely not, no. But, yeah, we're touring around you the stadium. You could have mine, Julian, there yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah. he's a listener to the show, Is so he? it's all right. That's yeah. all right, hello, Julian. Um, and I was touring around the stadium, and, you know, we were showing a room. Um, Mark Noble's got his own room. It's Noble's room. And of course, yes. yeah, cool. and and it's just like there's this real nice again family. There's been now it's been created as a family atmosphere. There's lots of nice pictures on the wall. There's you know people got their own space, and it just generally feels like West Ham now. Mm. Um, so yeah, really enjoying being there, and the uh, the stadium is is fantastic. The atmosphere is just phenomenal. Uh, yeah. And you've got a soft spot for Gillingham as well. Well, I've got it's your great, hometown, yeah, yeah? Soft, yeah, hometown Gillingham. Um, my uh, my late father-in-law was uh, he was the commercial manager there, um, and I was actually I started off Gillingham as like a Saturday job on the turnstiles and and I used to do the tours of the stadium and that's what I used to do and there's a funny story actually about Kevin Keegan um, and uh, I was touring around and when I started dating um, redating my, my wife Kirsty we used to be with each other um, in primary school like year nine so we've been can I ask a, a question time. yeah question. did you do any magic tricks on your tour <laughs> no no okay no I didn't no uh, had you not discovered your magician no, skills no I didn't then? discover no, my talent okay. no right, I mate. was untapped Peter yeah oh mate all that wasted years yeah, but no, magic circle. I, I remember being there. I used to cross paths with 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 at this time this guy Nick to then realise that he was going to be my you know my father-in-law. And you know I remember him turning around saying to me, "You're dating my daughter." Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, I got a love lot of love for um, home team. Um, and it, yeah, like I say, it's but you know I, I've been on the other end of of you know Fulham games and just Louis Saha just absolutely crucifying us at Craven He's Cottage. My favorite. He's my favourite. He, 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 he was player, an absolutely phenomenal. Louis, player. Louis Saha is when people ask me they, they talk about players mm. and I go and I'm a little bit. I mean, there's a player that also played at West Ham. Probably, probably. Uh, I mean, he's a Fulham kid, Tony Gale, but he's yeah. very you know he'd be probably more famous for his time at West Ham and he won the league at Blackburn. But but Tony Gale played the same position as me when I was growing up. So so Tony Gale was like my when I'm asked I say Tony Gale. Yeah. And then I, then I go, Louis Saha. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. he was just unplayable. He's, he that was went John to God, He was unplayable. He was great. Um, and you know, and, and quite rightly, he went on to Man United. When mm. they're that good, they yeah. have to go. He, we've got he, a, he was on fire. We've got a young yeah. lad, Fabio Carvalho. Like mm. he, he's he he will go over to play Liverpool, like yeah. Harvey Elliott did, and he'll be really successful. Yeah. He's an amazing player. If I'm brutally selfish, brutally honest. 
Do we need Fabio Carvalho to stay in the Premier League? No, no. because we won't be attacking as much. So, yeah. so he'll move on. But but then then if I go through then after Saha, then Ryan Sessegnon, mm. because he'd been him and his brother, twin brother Stephen, had been at Fulham since they were kids, and he broke through and played 150 games for us before he was 18, and yeah. you know. Session special, but right now there's only one player for me, and he's on fire, and, yeah. and that's it. So, yeah. so you do have you do have your players, mate. But yeah. but I think it's nice. I mean, I'm Fulham are my local team. Mm. I went to school in Fulham. My yeah. family's from Fulham. My missus' family from Fulham. They're half Chelsea. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but I grew up, mate. Seriously, I grew up on Fulham Road, uh, Lancaster Court, which is opposite Fulham Court, between Fulham Fire Station, Fulham Police Station. Standing my nan's top floor, third floor flat, at the window. Could hear the shed singing carefree. I yeah. was nearer to Stamford Bridge, yeah. but my granddad loved Johnny Ains. He took me to Fulham. I'm a Fulham fan, and it kind of sticks with you. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting that your love of West Ham mm. is because you went through the Pellini stickers and you yeah. liked the kit. Yeah, that was right. That's I mean, that's, that's not in the West Ham way. It's always no. like I've been going since I was two. My yeah. old man took me, my uncle took me. Yeah. We go to this pub. I we think did it's literally I was like seven. I think I was yeah. seven or eight and just flicking through, and that's when yeah. I just fell in love with him. But um, just mention on, on Kevin Keegan and, and Ray. Um, um, what's Ray Wilkinson, isn't it? Ray Wilkins. Yeah, Ray Wilkins. God bless you. So, yes. So I was I was touring. This is at Priestfield. I was touring the mascots around, and there there was loads of mascots um, uh, from Fulham, and I was touring everyone around, and I had the responsibility on this occasion to go into the away change rooms, and I've never had away mascots before. Did you have elasticated trousers on? Was you, was you no, I was, I was just, I was like 50, 15, okay. something like that, 15, 16, I was touring around the, the Pre-cruise ships. Yeah, so pre-cruise yeah, ships, okay. yeah, 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 28 inch waist back in the day. And um, I basically, I said, oh, you know, I went into the home fans and I always have to check, I have to do the, um, I can't say it on air, but I have to do the something check when I go in the change rooms, make sure the players are, yeah, yeah. let's say, dressed. And then, I took the away mascots into the, the Fulham change room and I never knew that the change room was so like literally probably the same size as this room but with 20 guys yeah. in there and, and Keegan they don't look after the away teams mate do no, they? no they don't and Keegan grabbed me by the scruff of my neck took me outside the change room and basically shouted me like what are you doing bringing these people here and I just didn't know how to laugh or cry I was just looking at him like this yeah. thinking it's Kevin Keegan <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so um, but yeah fond memories of Kevin Keegan <laughs> mate you know and again this is another one of those things. It, it, I had to pinch myself when mm. Al Fayed said, you know, the mm. new director of football's Kevin Keegan, and, yeah. you know, and the new manager's Kevin Keegan. And, and he'd done so well, got promoted, he got himself the England job. And if yeah. you read his book, mm. right, and if you read his book, he said he's, he's one regret in football. He's leaving Fulham. Yeah. He said because he wasn't, he didn't really want the England job. Yeah. He didn't think he could do the England job. Oh, he did better than Big Sam. But well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he probably did, mate. But but he said that you know, shout out to Big Sam. But, but if you know a big listener on the show, <laughs> mate, and if he's here, mate, he'll give you a right hand as well, mate. I mean, he kicked twins and egg things, didn't he? But but Keegan was like really like you know, I love Fulham. Mm. I love the club. I love the people. I love I love them there. And we got we got fond memories, do you know. And it's and I think that. Look, you look on the journey, and and yeah, I've got different memories of your hometown club, and mm. and that's and mm. that, that's personal. And I think it's mm. um, the one thing that football does it, it, it unites people it does, in a yeah. way, and, and everyone's got their stories. But but I love it, you know. Who'd have thought that in the same podcast we're talking about magic tricks and and, and river, river, uh, um, Caribbean cruises, yeah. we're talking about Julian Dix and Panini football stickers. Oh, right. I mean, it's, we've got it all going on. Yeah, mate. I'm not even told it all started so, yet. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about West Ham in Europe. You're going to go all mm. the way. I, I have I have a feeling it's going to happen. Yeah. But I, I, I'm Pete, like you, you just 
we, we've gone through the highs and the lows, yeah. and I like to just keep the level head. So let's just see what happens tonight. And I think as West Ham fans, we just now sort of take it one game at a time. When Roy Hodgson <laughs> took Fulham Football Club on that mm. amazing journey, and we beat Shakhtar Donetsk, we beat Juventus. Mm. Let me just say again, Fulham beat Juventus. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I never thought we'd see them on the same scoreboard, mm. right? So, you know, and I did go to Turin and I did take my two kids out of school and took them. You know, yeah. th- these, are, these are moments which, you know, I, I picked up on the homeschooling. There, mm. are, there are some things that are beyond education. Yeah. They are life yeah. skills. They, they are, are moments. Yeah, they, are, they are memories. And, mm. and we went on that journey and Roy Hodgson took us all the way to the Europa League final. Athletico Madrid beat us in stoppage time of extra time mm. of the final. Yeah. Um, I look back on that and think, of course, Fulham would lose that. We, 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 you know, it's just it was just had to end in, in tears. And um, I had my moment when we won the playoffs at uh, Wembley, and you know we beat Villa. The whole country said Villa were going to win. We beat them mm. quite easily, quite quite not easy. You can't one nil's not easy, but we beat them. Um, then we went up through the playoffs again, but there was no fans, and it didn't mm. it didn't really count. I don't care what anyone says. Football with, what, football with empty stadiums was not football. Mm. It was. It was a sport which we watched, but it never felt the same. This year, I think we're going to lift the title again. Um, we've got a lot, a lot, a lot to think for, and, and mm. I really, genuinely, and I'll say this because we've had a lot of West Ham fans on this on this season. Funny enough, I want you guys to go all the yeah. way, and I want you to pick the title oh, up. Thank really you very much to pick the to pick the trophy up, mate. And uh, Declan Rice. I share it. I share it with you, mate. That is a future England captain. He's a Rolls Royce of a footballer. Awesome. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. There you go. That's, that's for the West Ham fans out there. Up the Fulham. All right, up the Fulham. Okay, so yeah. on Stars of the Future, mm. and we're going to wrap the podcast up with a couple of things, mate. Um, let's go back to your 16, 17-year-old self when you're, bro- you're breaking, mm. into the, breaking into the business world, you're breaking into employment. I believe the KBB industry has a real problem in attracting our stars of the future. There's an apprenticeship pathway which we need to celebrate and we need to push more because we will have no installers, we have no fitters. There is a talent attraction piece which needs to celebrate the 30 positions that you have in your team or the the opportunities within the sector. What would what sort of inspiration can you give to people reflecting on your journey to a you know to a school college Unilever to maybe to someone at school who don't really enjoy school but wants to do something because mm. because I think there's talent out there that we need to attract into our sector. Yeah, I, I'll go back to how I sort of started in the industry really, and I, and what I found really useful is working with you know work experience with tilers, work experience with plumbers, work experience with bathroom fitting, just getting experience. You know, I I wasn't set to go into the KBB industry I was actually going into the Navy and you know I, I went from that to basically just asking questions and you see know. why you like cruises yeah well mm. yeah, that's the thing submarines are underwater though so yeah. it's a little bit different I've got a mate who's a nuclear submarine oh yeah yeah I was going into I astute, told you didn't I I told you astute class submarines that's what I was going yeah. into but you know what I did I went I went from that to basically just knocking on doors yeah. and I think what I would say to people out in the colleges universities you know get yourself out there work with plumbers work with plumbers mates you know do a Saturday you know just get yourself sort of in, involved in, in your surroundings I saw a post on LinkedIn um, the other day, you know, with designers that are tiling, you know, their own displays and put their own products up. I think people have got to get out of their comfort zone. That's what they've got to do. They get out of comfort Phil- zone. Philippa, yeah. from the editor of KBB mm. News, she lives in Brighton. Yeah, she, she helped me out recently. Our, she was one of our guests, yeah. right? She's yeah. one of our guests, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Great podcast. Yeah. Real, real fun, real fun podcast. And she was talking about when she had work experience and she got turned down mm. from Take Your Break magazine. Right. They turned her down. Yeah. 
She's like, how dare you? You know, I'm like, I've been turned down <laughs> from take. I've been, t- I've been turned down from take a break. So yeah. she said, well, I'm going to show you. Well, I'm mm. going to get work experience with Vogue. Mm. Yeah. And she got work experience with Vogue. Yeah. What got that was her. That mm. there wasn't a scientific formula. There wasn't a key to success. It was sheer determination. Yeah. And she looks back on that and goes, you know, that that begun her career in journalism. Mm. It was it was that work experience. Yeah. So so that's what you're saying. Get amongst I, it. I, go yeah, and make you it. You got to get amongst it. And I think it depends what what sec, you know what you want to do. Do you want to go out? You know, I, I started off opening my own shop and, and doing that or do you want to go into the manufacturing you you got sort of I think people um, want need to be in that sort of mindset of, do they want to be taught and trained or you know do they want to sort of take ball by the horns and, and do it themselves and I think once you know what path you want you know, do you want to be nurtured or do you want to lead uh, you can then make your make your decisions but you've got to just be comfortable about being uncomfortable yeah. That's the key thing. You got to do things that you're not what, used to doing. And, and do you know what, mate? Alex Cooper mm. said that. Mm. Alex Cooper, for you, hey, Alex. He, he, yeah, I know Alex. He's, yeah. a, he's helped me out. He's a bathroom. tall bloke, isn't he? He's a very big bloke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm six two. I don't look up to many people, yeah. but I mean, I've got a photo of me and him here, and I'm like pointing up at him. He's yeah. up there somewhere. I, 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 I really like Alex. Great guy. He helped me out with my all right bronze uh, bath screen. Shout out to Alex. He's, 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 <laughs> a, he's, a big, he's a big fan of the show, yeah. mate. He's a, and, and and do you know what? You know, our guests have been on. They've told their stories. We're giving advice to people mm. in the future, uh, stars of the future. But what we're also doing every episode is we're having fun. And I mm. think what you've done, James, is you've you've taken the business which you're working for and you're proud to work for, yeah. and you've broke that down in a language that mm. the listeners can understand. You've explained your role. Okay, you know we all want to be part of this immersive experience. Yeah. We all want to feel good about what we're buying. Yeah. There is definitely a passion there to support your partners, support your stockists, yeah, support your customers. Yeah. What's your closing message, mate, to wrap things up? I think my closing message is: I think uh, having us having the opportunity to talk to the partners in the UK to explain who we are as a manufacturer and for us have the opportunity to understand your business better so we can present how we can benefit your business um, because there's some huge benefits there. It's us having the opportunity to be able to discover them together um, and we use the word partners. You know, This is a partnership so let's help each other out, work with each other and, and grow the business. So yeah, exciting times. Well listen, if any if any potential partners and stockists and customers they want to get in touch with you mate, they can, they can come through me yeah. on, my, on my socials, they can come direct to you. You're not a hard man to see because no. you're, you're visible and, you, and your personality goes before you. Um, got to say, mate, a line a li- a of jeans. A Leela jean. I am looking forward to watching. A Leela jean, repeat, repeat. A Leela jean, repeat. I'm going to watch <laughs> the film, repeat. I hope she has an amazing career. I'm no, sure with you as parents, she's going to go for it, mate. Good luck to West Ham. Good luck to the other team as well. No, thank the, you. The yeah, you too. The, the, world, the world's a great place when there's football in it. And do you know what? The Foyne Jones Show is all about telling people's stories. We've learnt you're a magician who wears West Ham United <laughs> socks. It's been a brilliant episode of the Foyne Jones uh, Show, mate. Me, you had fun, mate? Really loved it, yeah. Really brilliant. It. Okay, it will be out on iTunes. It will be out on YouTube. It will be out on Spotify. Charlie will make the magic happen in production. Well, Charlie. That is the end of episode 18, where we got back to business with James Wood. Um, just before we go... Thoughts, prayers, hope are still with the people of Ukraine. We're standing with you. We do. Um, It's horrific, and we hope that there Mm. will be a solution soon. That's the end of the Foyne Jones show. We're recording next week. We're back on. We're back on air, and it's been an absolute pleasure, James. Before we go, before we go, I've got three copies of the Lockdown Diaries. One is for you, sir. These are signed. These will be on the Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. (laughs) These are signed. There you go. One is for you, James. Thank you. 
One is for Becky. Yep. There you go, Becky. And one is for Lara's sister, Gabriella. There you go. Lovely. These are all going to be given to you in your safe hands. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for listening. That's the end of the Foy and Jones show. Brilliant.